0: So no matter where you are, who you are, at some point, even more recently, you've dealt with the impact and unfortunate effect of inflation. From trying to buy groceries to a home, to a vehicle, you name it, everything is expensive these days. Well, Jeremy joined us on the podcast today to really talk about his technology and how it is designed to protect people from inflation. So gold bags. Gold bags are a thousandth ounce of gold in the shape of a bill and they're now worth about $4. Comparable to when they came out in 2019, they were only worth about $2. So he also got into the details about that doubling in value and really what is wrong with money these days, how it can just keep being printed and printed and printed, but ultimately it's losing its true value. Do you know how much it costs to make an $100 bill? I think the answer will be very astonishing to you because I had no idea. I knew it was low, but I definitely did not know that it was that low. But Jeremy talked about being all the way over in Utah and really starting there, but moving gold backs to places like Wyoming, Nevada, South Dakota, New Hampshire, you name it. But Utah being a very gold-friendly state and they're really laying the groundwork to that credibility ladder and trying to climb it as high as they can so that you, maybe somebody you even know, could be using goldbacks in the near future. So, without further ado, I'll let Jeremy explain everything and how you can get started using them today. But enjoy episode 175 The Gold Standard. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Down to Business Podcast here with Tamar Turner. Again, man, I have to sing the praises of Kickcaster for getting me in contact here with Jeremy today, but also I have to give a big shout out to Jeremy for just the quick turnaround time and getting him scheduled, getting him on um, and making this happen. And more of a reason why I'm very excited to talk to him is because at one point I had an interest in what his interest is and what he's here to talk to you guys about today, but I would say I really never pursued or researched or acted on that interest in enough to really learn or to really know. So even in reading his bio, going through the website, I'm just like, wow, like these are all things that what I was thinking back then, If some things are really coming or happening, things are moving. But I feel like a lot of this may just be undiscovered knowledge, untapped into niches, everything of the sort. So I'm excited for Jeremy to kind of give us some background into what he does, but also maybe even just put a new bug in your ear and and really just allow you to learn something along the way. So Jeremy, how are you doing today? How's everything on your end?
1: Hey, man, I'm doing great. I'm excited to be here. Thanks for thanks for having me.
0: Uh, absolutely. Thank you for joining us today. I'm always excited to be able to sit down with somebody else. So before we get into all things that you do, I know that we're going to have some people from the podcast side. I know we're going to have some people from your side, but we're going to have my favorite. We're going to have people who has probably never heard of either one of us, but are tapping in and finding this episode in some capacity. So can you, one, just tell us a little bit about yourself, and then can you, two, just tell us what brings you on the Down the Business podcast today?
1: You know, uh, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what I'm doing here. How, how much have you felt prices going up in this last year or two? Prices of everything. Sure. You name it, rent, food, groceries. You I, know. If I had to put
0: it on a scale of one to 10, I would probably say about a 25.
1: Be about a 25. It's, it's pretty bad. I mean, People that budget, you know, they, they're on a fixed income or or even if you're not, I mean, you know, your wage hasn't gone up 20%, you know, but the cost of everything has. And everyone's, I think, feeling the pinch in their living standard, whether you live in the US or Canada or, or any other number of countries, you know, inflation's getting really bad. Um, what I'm doing is I'm building a technology that protects people from inflation.
0: Well, I think you certainly raised some eyebrows with that intro. So, I think everybody on this podcast that's listening, I think we can agree in some capacity in some area of our life, a price has gone up. We once what we want, once paid maybe years ago, or what we were used to paying, is not the same thing. I'm even seeing it. they even just sent something out recently, a few months back about um, the rates in Florida for car insurance. And I recently, of course, my policy just ended not too long ago, so I had to switch over, and that new price I was not happy about, and it, it became a thing of I thought being a safe driver, I thought not having any incidents, I thought that stuff was supposed to incentivize the companies to lower, but instead... They, they took into account all of that, but they still had to say, you know, with the market rates and competition and everything, they still had to go up. So I feel like a lot of these things, even with rent, you know, when you resign at a place, you're expecting the incentive to go down. Now we're resigning. It's going, they're tell, they're letting us know even earlier. As things are going up, this is what's happening. We can give you some gift cards or some things like that, but we can't lower this monthly price. So I definitely do think that in some capacity, everybody is relating, everybody is feeling. this. So now with this technology. What is it? How did you create it? What's the name of it? Where we give me the give me the breakdown really for give everyone the breakdown as to what they're going because what I'm
1: absolutely I'll 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 tell you all about it. First, I'm gonna ask you a question and put you on the hot seat. Why are prices going up?
0: I feel like prices are going up because demand is going up and supply is going down.
1: That's I mean that that could be part of it. What's our money made out of uh, paper and metal it's, it's made out of paper. It's not made out of metal anymore. I mean the change, you know, the zinc slugs and stuff, I mean, that's not really the money, you know, I mean the money is usually, you know, digital, you know, numbers in an account somewhere or it's paper pallet, you know, it's paper on pallets, it's paper in your wallet, you know, whatever, or it's plastic depending on your country. In the supply-demand problem, what we have right now, what we have today, is more money has been printed in this past year than any other year in human history. Now, if there's more money and the supply goes up, you know, there's only a finite amount of things that you can spend your money on. And it's a, it's, you're right, it's a supply and demand problem. You increase the supply of money, prices go up on the average person your wage doesn't go up. You know, you you don't make more money. You have to take, you know, the same amount of money that can buy now less stuff. That's what everybody's getting hit with. Every single person's getting hit. The people that aren't getting hit with that are the people that are cranking and they're making extra money. And because it's not made out of metal, it's, it's out of thin air. They can make money out of thin air and they'll they'll spend it and you know i mean it'll it'll get blown up in ukraine you know it'll it'll pay for the warfare welfare state it'll you know whatever whatever it's covering you know if it's government spending you know if it was you know covid relief whatever it is you know i think governments have gotten used to this idea that they can pressure central banks to produce all this money and there won't be consequences and now we're feeling the consequences because the money's not made out of anything yeah it costs you know how much it costs to make a $100 bill? If I had to guess
0: it would probably have to be like some
1: cents. If any. Eight cents. Wow. That's how much it costs. And if you don't have eight cents, you can print some $100 bills and there you go. You know, I mean, away to the races you go. So I think that's what's happening to us. I think that's the real issue here is, and it's hurting the average person. You know, it, there isn't a single person listening to your podcast that this hasn't impacted. Now, entrepreneurs, and you, you talk to a lot of entrepreneurs, you talk to a lot of businesses. Well, entrepreneurs, our thing, our, our superpower is we like to solve problems. You know, if the problem is there's no Thai food near Central Park, there's an entrepreneur or 10 that are willing to solve that problem, right? Because it's a problem. Now, The problem that I'm trying to solve, and it's kind of a big one, and it's you know, I'm probably biting off more than I could chew, but is the money's broken. And the money's broken because it's not made out of anything. There's no there's nothing anchoring the value. If if somebody in the government or the central banks wants to make a lot more currency, you don't have a say in that, but you do have to live with the consequences of that. You know, that's that's your that's your top-down hierarchy right there. I mean, that's your that's your problem. That's what the, do you remember like the Occupy Wall Street movement? That's what that movement was all about. It's like, Hey, you know, thanks for making all the money. You know, the, the system seems to be designed for somebody else. You know, it's not designed for me. So this is what I do. Before, before we had inflation, there used to be a time period in American and world history where inflation wasn't a thing. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't a thing because our money used to be made out of gold, it used to be made out of silver, and it used to be made out of copper. That's what our money used to be made out of. And you know, there's people that talk about the gold standard, you know, so great, and we wish we could go back to the gold standard. There was a real problem with the gold standard. And that's that it, it was a tri-metal system. You had 100 copper pennies as one silver dollar and 20 silver dollars as a gold piece. Well, all of our copper was in our pennies. Where's our copper today? You're surrounded by copper. It's in the wall behind you. It's in the it's in the It's in your lights, right? It's in our electrical wiring. We don't want copper wearing out and tarnishing in our pockets, right? Silver, you know, we used to use all of our silver in our coinage. Where's the silver now? It's in your solar panels. It's in the computer that you're using. It's in the smartphone that's in your pocket. That's where our silver is. 80% of silver is used in industry. Something like 95 to 98% of copper is used in industry. We can't go... The gold standard only worked because you had silver and copper for small transactions. You couldn't use gold for big transactions. Or sorry, you couldn't use gold for small transactions. You could buy big things with gold. You couldn't buy small things with gold. So here we are kind of like stuck in fiat hell, you know, where governments and central banks, they just, they just make the, you know, they just make the currency and we get, we get hit with the inflation. All right. So what I do is we've come up with a technology, it's a very novel technology that for the first time in 2,600 years allows gold to be used in a form that is spendable and usable. So I make a product called the Goldback. And for the people listening that can't see, see this, the Goldback is a thousandth of an ounce of gold in the shape of a bill, it's worth about four bucks. That's a whole series, there's a five, a 10, a 25, a 50, The 50, 50 times the amount of gold, 50 times the price. There are people that are using Goldbacks today to buy things, you know, they're buying groceries, they're buying vehicles, they're buying, you're paying contractors, they're buying equity in businesses and land and you name it. And they're spending gold in this form, because this is a very usable form of gold to use. And yeah, there's about a million people that own gold backs today. I'm not gonna lie, that
0: was... I feel like you just took me on a, a history lesson, but a journey at the same time. And that was very um, I was even just thinking like, wow, just even the comparison of you said what used to be what it used to what used to be made out of and now where it is now. So I want to kind of fast forward, though, and I want to really talk about that gold back, as you were saying, for my people who are not uh, listening. It really I mean, for my people who are only listening, it really does look like a, a like a dollar, like a single currency, but it's but it's all gold. So. My initial thought is that I look at that. I know that all my life we've been spending dollar bills and coins. How can you now tell me that we can spend those gold back? So you're telling me that I can get those. I could take that to my grocery store after we finish this interview. I can give that to them and that would be a, a viable form of currency to accept payment with.
1: You know, money is kind of weird. So if if I paid you with a hundred dollar bill, why would you take it? I mean, I just told you it costs $0.08 cents to to make, right? Why would you take it if you knew it only costed $0.08 cents to make the $100 bill? Why would you accept that? I mean, I'd accept it. Why would I take it, right? Or, or anybody, anybody listening to this podcast, if somebody offered them a $100 bill, you'd try to come up with $100 worth of stuff for that, right? I'll walk your dog three times this week, you know, whatever. You know what I'm saying? I mean, there's, there's a value proposition associated with it. The reason why we're willing to accept that $100 bill, and I've I've thought about this a little bit, right? You know, I mean, most people, it's like, it's like, you know, flat earthers. It's like, how do you know the earth is round? It's like, hey, man, you know, I just, I just live here. Okay. I don't, I don't think about why the earth is round. Okay. You know, I don't, you know, don't, don't ask me questions about how I know the earth is round. It just is what it is. I think that's, I think they, I think they, I think they get off on that, by the way. I think, I think, I think they get off on the, it's like, you don't know why you think that it's like, you know what though? For most people, that's everything though. I don't know why I wear a button up shirt with buttons on the back and not the front or the front, and not the back. I, I've thought about it and I had to, you know, I don't have to reinvent everything. I just live here. Okay. So hundred dollar bill, you take it because you know, or you trust that within a reasonable time frame, somebody else will take it and give you a hundred dollars worth of stuff. Is that, is that fair Tamar?
0: I would say that's pretty fair. It's
1: pretty fair, right? Again, it's like it's like we're playing musical chairs. Here's here's a hundred dollar bill. You know, you can use it, or, or maybe like hot potato. You know, you get burned a little bit. You know, but but you know, you, you spend it. You can use it. People give you hundred dollar bills. You spend them, and you know we've all been getting burned by this because we've been losing you know ten percent a year of our value. You don't feel that in any one transaction in any one week in any one whatever. So everyone's been getting hurt using these dollar bills but we don't feel it fast enough to stop using it. It's still convenient to have money. So money has something called utility, right? If you believe that somebody else will accept it, then it's a good money, period. So our strategy with gold back is we said, hey, you know, we can only make so many of these things. And, you know, I mean, even if it's the perfect money, even if all the gold's in it and it's never been counterfeited and it's, you know, the perfect product ever, ever, you know, grandma wants to know, well, where can i spend it can i go to the grocery store with it tomorrow right i mean because what's the utility like well what does it do for me how does it work for me how does it work as money for me and our strategy has kind of been to focus on one specific u.s state at a time and we pick utah first because we're, we're here in utah and we figured that'd be easy it's a very gold friendly state and today in utah after just a few years We're finding that about two-thirds of business owners are willing to take gold, gold backs as payment. We have over 500 small business owners that advertise themselves as preferring to take gold backs as payment over dollars. And we've got a list of them online. So we've kind of been going state to state. We've gone from Utah, Nevada, New Hampshire. We did Wyoming. We're going to be in South Dakota next month. Now, granted, people are buying these outside of these states and they're bartering and using them and they're trading with them all over the world and they're valuable because they're gold. But we're really focusing on building up the utility and building up these networks where there's a high amount of confidence that other people are going to take the gold too. And we're doing that to kind of lay the groundwork of credibility that's required to get more people to use it over time. So what you're seeing right now, Tamar, is you're seeing something in the very early stages you know, this is early days for goldback. This is, you know, it's, it's like finding Bitcoin in 2012, except the, the, the play with goldback isn't the same as Bitcoin. It's not like a buy one for a dollar, they're worth $2 tomorrow kind of thing. This is meant to be a, a stable kind of cash alternative, you know, for people that are worried about, you know, central bank digital currencies or, or really just losing to inflation. You know, there's people that pay their rent with goldbacks now. So that's, that's, that's more or less how that works.
0: I like that approach. Um, I, I definitely do think that that is very intentional of y'all. Obviously, it would make the most sense to hone in little by little because I feel like with different states come, maybe different ramifications, maybe because even something that you said that I want to dive into a little bit deeper about Utah is it being gold friendly. Now, when you when you say gold friendly, what is that what exactly does that mean for Utah? Are we talking like for my people out there, for my novices to gold, are we talking about there's still mining going on, the people are actually using these? Are we talking about the gold bars? Like what are we when you say gold friendly, do you, or do you just mean that they were more accepting of this gold back concept, of this currency, of of becoming, like you said, now being their preferred method of payment?
1: You know, I think we have a lot of business owners here and in these other states that we're in, really, really everywhere. They're just worried about inflation. And you know, people that have been starting to use goldbacks, when goldbacks came out in 2019, they were two bucks a piece. Now they're four. And I don't think it's because the value of a goldback has doubled. I think it's because the value of the dollar got cut in half. So the people that have been using goldbacks this entire time, they haven't been cut by that. They haven't seen their prices go up, you know, they haven't seen their savings and their, their spendability go down. So it's really about, you know, kind of building this lifeboat, you know, for people that, you know, they're, they're tired of getting squeezed. It's about returning power to the people.
0: I like that indeed. Now for the, for my people who are not in Utah, but this concept is very interesting. This is something that they felt the, immediate, constant, continuous impacts of inflation. And let's just say you're not in that, you haven't reached their state yet or the area that they're in particularly. Are there any things that you could suggest to them? Are there any things that they could be doing? Is there anything that they could even look forward to? Is there a trajectory for how soon this will become a a, a domestic or international Technology for everyone? Is there anything like, for instance, I'm in Florida. I don't know if you've touched Florida yet, but if I kind of want to start moving towards not being impacted by inflation, what could I do on my end to learn more and inquire about these gold backs?
1: Okay. So I got a question for you. Do you think a gold back is valuable because it says Utah on the top of it, or do you think it's valuable because it's made out of gold?
0: I think it's valuable because it's what it's made out of.
1: Right. So nine out of 10 gold backs. Aren't sold in Utah, they're sold everywhere else. One of my biggest states is Florida, you know, and, and Texas. You know, people are buying these things. And once they buy them, I don't know what you do with them unless you tell me. I have people from all over the country writing me emails telling me what they're using goldbacks for. Oh my gosh, my landlord just took, took it as rent. I just got rent denominated in goldbacks. You know? Great. You know, I, I bought a pizza in Israel with goldbacks. Okay. You know, it's like, you know, you can spend them all over the world because they're gold. You know, people get excited by them. And something that's really fun about goldbacks, I'll, I'll tell this to you. Think about this. Before coins, 2,600 years ago, as far as we can tell, for 2,000 years, people were bartering with little bits and chunks of gold. Why would anybody... Well, And this is across civilizations, across languages, across continents. People were using gold as... The Aztecs were using gold as money. You know, nobody told them to do that. Why, why is everybody using gold as money? Well, what do you think?
0: I... I at first thought just from what you how you've described the dollar and just currency here, I feel like the value doesn't diminish the same way a a dollar would. It's not something that you can just wake up and just print and control how much you print and how much we we offer to you know, it's it's something that has to be sought after. It's not just something you can grow or just have on you. Is that along the lines of thinking? Sure. Yeah,
1: it's it's not it's not cheap. It takes effort and energy to mine the gold and there's only so much of it and I mean, sure, there's there's cultures that, you know, they use like a rare shell or, you know, whatever. I mean, there's other monies that have been used, you know, in the world. I think part of the reason why gold is so popular is the same reason why 40% of gold today is used in jewelry. I think it's pretty. I think people like looking at it. You know, it's there's really something attractive. And, you know, if you're to compare a gold back versus a one ounce gold coin, you know, A gold back, it's about a dollar bill's worth of surface area of gold that you can see. If it was any thinner, you could start to see through it, all right? So you can really see all the gold in the gold back. Compared to a gold coin, the gold back's gold is 9,000 times more visible. So, you know, you're dealing with something that's just really shiny and pretty, and that makes the gold back a very easy money to use, because if I were to offer you a gold back in person, People are inclined to want it, so they're inclined to take it, and that's really you know supercharged the gold back towards becoming a a great form of money anywhere.
0: When you put it like that, I, I like that, and I obviously I spo- I'm, I'm miseducated or misinformed of myself in not realizing that you are a Florida, but it would make the most sense that obviously just because it says Utah on the top is not where everything is. so it also begs the question for me now. Is this industry specific? Like, are there industries that have not adopted this method of currency in a sense? Like, I understand people know gold, but I feel like what you're doing is just a little bit different. I feel like not everybody, and like I said, these are, I'm more so talking to people who are not visually watching this episode right now. You can't really see what this looks like, but it's something that, one, I've never seen before. So I I feel like for a lot of people who are not, whereas as many people are, New to it, buying it. Yes, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. It's beautiful. I think you said it. I think you said it exactly right. It looks, it looks pretty cool. Just to say. imagine pulling that out of a wallet, you know? But it definitely looks very visually appealing. Is this an instance where, like, I'll just give a... Let's, let me just give an example per se. Let's just say I acquire some gold backs. I take it to... Hmm, I take it to a hotel. I take it to the hotel maybe snack bar or something like that. I left my toothbrush back. If need need just a quick little convenience store type thing. For industries that are not accepting this but this is a form of currency, what then happens? Like have you ever received emails that somebody tried to pay with gold backs and they were declined and what really what happens with that? Like what is that what is that result if any? Sure,
1: I, gold gold backs aren't dollars, right? So you could buy them on walmart.com doesn't mean you can spend them in Walmart. I mean, really, people are are using these small businesses where they can talk to the business owner, you know, whoever's deciding. And, you know, they'll take them like half the time, right? The other half they won't. They don't know what it is. You know, too nervous about it. They got three people in line behind you. You know, if you're going to go to a vending machine, you know, that's not, that's not where you're going to spend your gold backs. Um, but you'd be amazed at how many purchases you do where you're actually interfacing with the person that's the end receiver and the decider on receiving it. You know, so like I, I have gold backs in my wallet, I carry around with me, and I have to refill that wallet every month, you know, because I, I use these things, I spend them, you know. It's like you give gold backs out as tips at a restaurant, you know. I mean, you you give gold backs, you know, when you go garage selling. you use gold backs when the guy unclogged your toilet, you know, and you're talking to the plumber and you'll take payment in gold backs, you know. So it's, and, and oftentimes those are people that aren't advertising their businesses as taking gold backs, they just, I ask if they want payment in gold, and they say, "Oh, no one's ever asked me that before." Well, what do you got? You know, and I show them a gold back, and their eyes bug out of their head, and they say, "Oh, I, 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 I take that. I'd offer a discount for that. Give me that." You know, like that. That's what they want. You know, so it's just, you know, what do you, what do you do? So that's kind of, that's kind of, yeah, that's 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 kind of how how people use gold backs. That's kind of where it's at right now, and eventually. You know, as it gains traction, as it, you know, climbs the credibility ladder and as it gets, you know, as we can make more of them and, you know, there's more awareness. I think you're going to see more and more people taking them as payment because there's not really a downside. You know, hey, would you want uh, money that loses 10% of its value a year or something that's made out of gold and has never has doubled in dollars in value in the last four years? I mean, what which one do you want? You know, it's like. Yeah, one of one of those is junk. You know, it's like that's that's the issue. You know, so so yeah, you can get involved. I mean, you could buy gold backs. You can get a gold back acceptance sticker. You can sign up your business on Goldback.com to take payment in gold backs, and we'll we'll send you a sticker wherever you're at. Um, you know, so there's people getting involved all over, and they're taking control. You know, they're taking control of of their wealth and their savings, and their spending and you know really the gold you know goldback is a grassroots movement of people that are trying to uh, it's a grassroots movement of people that are taking control of their money that's that's what it is
0: i like the way you put that and i'm definitely encouraging a lot of my business owners and entrepreneurs that have tapped into these episodes before get that sticker get that you know get that acceptance it's just the same because we're seeing a lot of this go digital we're seeing a lot of entertainment. I feel like the just this whole artificial intelligence, just everything tech wise, everything like that, it's, it's happening like that. So Jeremy, I want people to be able to find you. I want people to be able to locate you, find gold bags, learn more about them, everything like that. So what are the best places to reach you? What are the best places to check out the website? What are the best places really to get some gold bags from?
1: Sure. Yeah. Goldback.com. We have a list of the businesses that sell them. Uh, you know, there's, there's a kind of a get involved page where you can kind of see things that you can do, uh, you know, to get engaged, get involved. Uh, You can sign up your business, you know, you can, you know, you can buy goldbacks online, you can try spending them and using them. You know, I like to give them out as tips, you know, at at restaurants that gets waiters really excited. They've never seen anything like it. They're, they're absolutely attention getters. And again, it's educating people um, and and being the change you want to see in the world, right? You know, it's if you want people to understand this, you know, and, and do something better and not just live in the, hey, prices are higher, wages are the same world, you know, that you have to do something about it. And that's that's what Goldback is all about. So, yeah, goldback.com, that's that's going to be your best resource. And, you know, we, we have a channel on YouTube and, you know, we've got a discord and, you know, we've got some online communities as well where you know people are talking about it. And that's what I'm hearing, that a lot of this
0: is really community. And I love that. And I love the education behind it. And I love the fact that you're you're it's a call to action in a sense. It's really one to educate people, but also to let them know, look at the dollar, look at where we're moving, look at everything that's happening. Challenge that you don't have to deal with inflation. It doesn't really have to be like that. So to all my people out there tapping in and listening. Goback.com. You know where to go. Let's 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 get this everywhere. Let's get this international, domestic, everything of the sort. So, Jeremy, I really appreciate not only the time today, but the education, the deeper dive, even just the intuitiveness and picking my brain, putting me on the spot, because some of those things now is really making me think like, wow, it doesn't have to be this way. I don't just have to accept this because this is what I'm used to. There are alternatives and there are people who are working on things that are grassroots movements now, but years from now, these things will be monumental. So again, Jeremy, I appreciate everything that everybody tapping in, whether it be from Jeremy's side, whether it be from my side, the Goldback side, you're finding out of us for the first time. Thank you. I love you. This has been another
1: episode of the Down to Business podcast. Here with Tamar Turner.